0: Mm-hmm. The Angel Fiends Magic Hour. The, the-, the Angel. Angels- angel-, angel- the angels- angels- <inaudible> Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Angel face Magic Hour podcast. I am your host, Grace Lannon. I'm a psychic medium and energy healer, and today we are flying solo, my loves. We're just gonna be talking, just the two of us, okay? So before we get into our conversation, I just wanted to give you a little update on what's going on in Angel Face HQ. I'm really excited. Spirit School, which is my psychic development workshop, um, we are relaunching and I just moved some stuff around and it's bigger and better and badder than ever. I'm so fucking pumped. Um, So you can go to my website, gracelandon.com coming this Monday, which is the 27th of September, I believe. And check out the details enrollment begins on monday and then class begins in november so november 4th i believe it is the first week of november we'll be meeting for 8 weeks no in november december and january there's a few weeks that are that fall on holidays so that's why it goes all the way through till january but I think it's like the perfect time, ending the year, going through the holidays, having that support, and going into a new year, 2022, which seems psychotic that it, that's the year that it's gonna be. But this class, I'm so excited! It's eight week eight weeks of live classes, and then now there are twelve self study modules. We go over everything from shocker healing to breath work to connecting with your spirit guides and angels, to psychic senses, and much more. And yeah, I'll definitely be sharing a lot more on my Instagram, and again, join my mailing list if you wanna keep updated on the classes. I do have a wait list, so if you hear this and you're like screaming, I need to be in that class, reach out, I'll add you to the wait list, and then come Monday, you'll be the first one to know. About signups so that's kind of what's going on we have a couple other workshops coming up in October we're doing another free group healing workshop and we got some other meditation classes going on so if you want to know again if you want to know all the details about my workshops please follow us on Instagram angelfacedockrace and join our mailing list, join our meetup group, and you'll you'll be up to date. If you ever have any questions about my offerings or anything like that, you can always email me or direct, direct message me. If you email me, I will probably see it more quickly. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is... I am now offering something that is called the Celestial Journey. So I'm going to be doing a podcast a little a little bit with like specifically on this with little more information of what this is. But if you're curious, you can go to my website. And um, this is kind of like a blend of all my techniques. We do energy healing, shamanic healing, going into the akashic records, um, past life regression. So this can be used to connect with past lives, memories, um, releasing like trauma and pain, and also just like learning more about yourself and your soul so we can look at all sorts of wild stuff from why do I have this back, reoccurring back pain to what was my past life like to life on other planets, <laughs> and all sorts of weird stuff in between so that's called the celestial journey and you can book a session with me on my website so as always you can always book a reading or a healing session but this is like my newest offering i'm very very excited about it i'm going to be interviewing a friend um emily we're going to be doing a healing session together a celestial journey session And then I'm going to be interviewing her about her experience coming up. So that should be very interesting. So that's kind of what's going on. Um, We have lots of workshops, lots of fun stuff. October is my favorite month of the year. I'm a big Halloween person. So we are going to be doing some fun special Halloween episodes next month. So get excited about that. And yeah, before we get into our conversation, let's just get a word from our sponsor. All right, I'll see you soon. All right, y'all. So let's get into our conversation. I want to talk to you about the concept of the Akashic Records. So the Akashic Records is an esoteric concept Where Basically, this is a place, an energy, a space where we can contain and receive information about our soul throughout time. So this contains information about us in the present, about us in the future, and about us in the past. All things, all thoughts, all feelings, all memories are held within this space. So there's a couple different ideas behind this that I want to share with you. And I also want to share with you some fun personal stories connected to the Akashic Records and my exploration of it. So the Akashic Records comes from the word, the concept Akasha. So this is a Hindu concept. Basically, it just means space, ether, the, the energy between all things and also is, depending on where you look is described as the first energy ever to be created so ether, air, plasma space, this is everything and nothing at the same time so it gets complicated to think about So some people will explain the Kaushik records as like a library of information. Of course, this is not literal. We know this. It's not literally a place that you can go and explore. This is an energy space. So for some people, depending on their intuitive abilities, they might perceive it as a library. And some people might just perceive it as... A, um, like an empty place where different scenes or different stories will come forward. So, we can also think about this as being an energetic center within us. So, some people will describe the soul star chakra as, um, an energetic space that's kind of like above our physical body. And in my research, it seems as if this space was once contained within our physical body. And at one point during human or life's um, cycle, at one point during life's history we lost the ability to hold this information within our body. So it became outside of us. And then within that, it had to be held somewhere. So it became held within the Akashic Records. So we think of this as a plane or a different um, energetic space that we can access. So anyone can access this. You don't need to be a super well trained intuitive. Anyone can access this information. It just takes more training and practice to be able to interpret and understand what you are receiving. So there's a lot of cool books written about the Akashic Records. And I will be sharing a few recommendations I have for you. But I just wanted to share with you that this is kind of the same concept of the Book of Life. So that is, if you were raised religious, you might be familiar with that. But like every deed, every thought, every feeling, every person, etc. is written in the Book of Life. And the Akashic Records is basically the same way. The only thing I really see in my personal understanding of of um, the records, the only thing I see is, is, is a, a difference between the concept of the Book of Life and the, the Kaushik records is that we have free will. There are things written, quote-unquote, in our book. Things... Um, contracts, vows, etc. written, quote unquote, in our records, in our book, but we have free will and we're always able to make different choices that will affect the um, outcome of our life. So we might have something written, like for example, you might have written in your book that you were on your way to work and a bird pooped on your head but for some reason you woke up today and you decided to to walk a different way to work today so that bird did not poop on your head. Does that make sense to you? That we have choice and we also have some predetermined information. We also If we look at the concept of um, like epigenetics, that we contain, our cells, our bodies contain information about our ancestors. So we have some of the same traumas and some of the same pains as our ancestors, as our family, as our bloodline. This concept also, if you are familiar with reincarnation and that's something that you believe in this concept can extend out into our past lives so we might be carrying a trauma, a pain information gifts, stories um, knowledge from a past a past life or even a future or parallel life. But that gets a little complicated to explain. So I think. A good example for me to explain to you. um The idea of. We both have fate and predetermination. What is written in our records. And all we have free choice. I see it as like a Google Doc. Like. God quote unquote whoever source universe they are the admin they're the one who created the google doc they have the capability of shutting that shit down if they want but they have given everyone access to that google doc so at any point we can add information take information away So we are always able to make new decisions and we're always able to heal and expand from what we have been given, quote unquote. So you can think of it, another example would be as this. So say, say you were given two yards of fabric Perhaps someone might make a little cozy bed and they just lie down and relax in it. Someone else might make an outfit to wear. Someone else might make um, a raincoat or an umbrella or, or some kind of protective gear. Like Everyone's going to make a different decision with what they are given. So with our ability to connect with the Akashic Records, that allows us to see kind of like our blocks and things that are holding us back from being able to make new decisions. It also can help us gain clarity and understanding around aspects of ourselves that feel, um, feel like we keep repeating them over and over again we keep making the same decision it allows us to be able to understand ourselves deeper so the akashic records can be an amazing tool for healing but it's also can be an amazing tool for learning about yourself so if you have always felt kind of like hard on yourself sometimes it can be a really amazing experience To ask to receive information about lifetimes or moments within your soul's existence where you experience joy, where you experience love, where you experience freedom. So that you are able to bring in some of those feelings into the now moment. So it's the same kind of idea as um, like manifestation we are able to take an idea and bring it into our reality so we're taking the idea the memory of when we experience love and we're able to bring that into our lifetime now because we remember what it feels like it's all about feeling all energy work magic spirituality It's all about feeling and experiencing. And I think a lot of what our country as America, our country and a lot of other countries, but specifically America does, is kind of numbing out our feelings. So we don't know what we feel. We don't know what we like. We don't know what we want. We are just following the herd, essentially. We're just following the path, just walking along because we don't know what we actually feel. We don't know what we actually want. We don't know what even decisions we could make. We just get trapped in that cycle of confusion. So the Akashic Records, I think, can be a very empowering tool to remember all the fast capabilities of your soul there's also so much cool information about the about the world and history and um, basically anything you want to know you could look at that information within the Akashic Records within any type of spiritual work there are ethics you're not going to just go and read the records of ariana grande because you are curious that is an invasion of privacy but you could look at the records of land like places concepts businesses you're not going to look at someone's specific house where they live that's unethical without getting their consent but if you're moving into a house. And you want to know is this a good place for me? You could look at the akashic records of that place. You could look at the akashic records of, yeah, like um, the beach or a place that you have you go to all the time that you're drawn to. I think this can be really interesting when thinking about moving or going on vacation maybe looking at, oh, I'm really drawn to, I just want to go to Maine, I don't know why I want to go to Maine, what is the deal with Maine, and being able to pull up your Cross Your Records and see, oh, I have a connection here, maybe that's why I want to go there, to remember, to to reawaken, so we're always kind of um, like collecting and calling back um, aspects of our soul, so when we are in our, you know, it's, it's so hard to explain this or to even know for sure. Because this is just my lens. The information I perceive. So, um, you might experience this differently. But when we pass, when we're no longer in our human form, we are connected back with our soul essence. So, that means we are eternal. There is so much... So many different lives, so many different experiences that we've had. And when we go back into that spirit form, we're able to, you know, unite and be one with all these different, like versions of ourselves, essentially. When we are here on earth as humans, we forget a lot of that information. But our body remembers, our soul remembers. We just. Cognizantly, I don't know if that's the right word. We just consciously don't remember. So it's like this you know, when you're in a dream, you can do so much. You can fly, you can do all this, but when you wake up, you can't do any of that. It's the same kind of thought. Like we are able to access endless information within our soul. But when we're on Earth, we are so limited by our human minds. And, um, you know, we're only using a small fraction of our brain's capability. So I truly believe we can remember. And that Akashic Records is a way for us to start remembering all of the information about our soul and of our gifts and all of our tools and all of the amazing things that we are and and how we can move through the world there's also a huge importance to us not remembering because we don't need to be crying and be in writhing pain about a lifetime we had in 1412 like it's not important for us to remember every past life where we were a fisherman or we had 12 kids. Like we don't need to remember every single moment. That's not important, but sometimes pains or traumas from different lifetimes or positive things too can um, resonate with us in this lifetime. So the Akashic records can help us let things go And help us also bring things back in when we need them. So it's a really helpful tool. But it also can be overused. You don't need to know everything. You don't need to know everything. You do not need to know everything. And I think this especially comes when people are looking at information outside of just their personal shit. Like, for me, I'm looking at other people because I'm doing readings for them. I'm helping them. But I'm not just doing it to gain information. I'm doing it to help heal. But when it comes to, like, oh, I just want to learn everything about history of the White House. People can get, like, a little obsessive when it's information that's not necessarily for them it's just like they want to know the deep dark mysteries of the world so I just want to remind people that this is an amazing tool that can be used for positive things but it's also an amazing tool that can be used for negative things so just be aware that with more (laughs) It's a classic Star Wars shit. With great power comes great responsibility. Or maybe that's (laughs) Spider-Man. I am not a nerd. I'm sorry, you guys. (laughs) I'm a nerd for esoterics. But um, with whatever, whoever said that. With great power comes great responsibility. So the more you know, the more you have to know. And not everyone is ready for that. So just know that I think it's really powerful to heal yourself. But you might not be ready to heal others. And if you are, welcome. It's your time, baby. So I want to tell you guys a couple um, little stories about my personal connection with the Akashic Records and i will see you in a second now before we get into story time i just wanted to talk a little bit about edgar casey so edgar casey was a clairvoyant and he was one of the um, kind of american people To bring this concept of the Akashic Records and many other concepts to what is now like New Age philosophy. And he was, yeah, one of the first people in the West to talk about the Akashic Records. And to bring that information to a lot of people here in the States. So he was alive in like late 1800s. He died in 1945 so this was the early 1900s when he was popular and doing work and he's written a lot of books. They are, you know, it's old school writing so they're not the most fun books to read (laughs) but some people might find that interesting to look at and he definitely has a book about the Akashic Records but the... the interesting thing I thought about him is he was known as the sleeping prophet. So he would go into like a trance state, essentially a sleep state, and into like a hypnotic state to connect with the subconscious mind and to receive information. And so from there, he was able to access his Akashic records, access all this information about past um, lives and history and all sorts of interesting stuff. But what I thought was kind of interesting, (laughs) how many times can we say interesting and amazing on this podcast? But what I thought was interesting about him was he was very religious, a Christian man. And so when he first started getting into like new age stuff, um, esoteric stuff he was very unsure about it because there's just so many stories in the bible and within christian mythology about working with spirits or channeling or any of that stuff being demonic so he was kind of one of the first people to start to what i what i guess i'm going to call scientify This technique. So he started talking about how what he was doing was connecting with the subconscious mind and going into the dream state. And within the dream state, we are limitless and we can connect with everyone else's brain, essentially. So the collective conscious. (laughs) So he was kind of one of the first people probably be because of his own religion to start to take these esoteric spiritual concepts and try to step them away from um, religion or spiritual practice so that they could be accepted within Christianity and then in the long run accepted within the community of people who are more um, agnostic, atheist, the lot of people who might not believe in god believe in hypnotherapy. So he was you know we could do a whole podcast on him cuz he has a lot of great things about him and then of course not so great because that's just the that's just the way history is there's always something sus about someone. But um I I value his work greatly in bringing this idea of trans channeling or hypnotherapy connecting with the subconscious mind becoming something that is acceptable it's still not like 100% normal I would say to be like oh I'm going to get my hypnotherapy session to connect with my past lives but he really brought it into the western world and into eventually kind of more New Age philosophy and now what is, I would say, as like metaphysics, spirituality. Um, and so he was kind of like the father of a lot of what we do now in terms of connecting with the Akashic Records. Now there's another woman who comes down on the scene a lot later Um, she's, I think she's still alive. Her name is Linda Howe, and she has written a book, How to Read the Akashic Records. So I'm going to tell you guys about my experience with that book, but I think that is a really great place to start if you're curious about the Akashic Records, is to get that book, How to Read the Akashic Records by Linda Howe. She has, um, examples of other people's personal stories in there, and then she has like a, uh, Process of how to go into the records and receive information, so I think that's a really good starting point. And I would say she is the one who really brought it into um, becoming a more popular concept, a more popular way of intuitively receiving information. And she has kind of like certifications and stuff like that that has really brought a lot more people into doing this work as a professional service. So that is pretty cool. I also recommend this book that is called The Radical Approach (laughs) to the Akashic Records by Melissa Feck. And I'll put these both, I might be saying that wrong, I'll put these both in the show notes so you can check them out. And then That one is really cool because she gives you some nice meditations to work with. So that's kind of a little bit about how we got to know what the Akashic Records are in the New Age. And yeah, let's get into some story time. Okay, story time. So the Akashic Records. They are something that showed up in my life at kind of like the perfect time and it helped me really solidify the way that I'm able to receive information psychically and it's been a very interesting journey for me. And it's definitely just kind of like the beginning leg I would say of a marathon (laughs) like I have learned so much but there's thousands of other windows and doors and walls to walk down (laughs) and walk on so the akashic records kind of showed up to me as something i was just hearing about um at the time i started exploring my healing through more of like the lens of health and wellness i had some physical health issues at the time so i was just listening to a lot of podcasts about like supplements and you know different paleo diet and just trying to figure out how i can help myself feel better and from there i started um i hearing about reiki and then i started practicing reiki and yada 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 so at the time i was listening to a podcast i remember that was more health and wellness focused but they did have some people on about like spiritual guests and astrologers and stuff like that and they had a guest on who talked about the Akashic Records and reading the Akashic Records. And it just sounded so cool and so interesting to me. And I think they talked about like past lives. And it was just like really opened up the door in my mind of this is something I want to learn more about. But I was still really at the beginning of my healing journey. I hadn't even been um certified in reiki yet so i really didn't have a framework to understand how to actually read do a reading read a read the records what is how how would i do that so it was just something that i in the back of my mind i knew about and then a little bit later, after I started practicing Reiki, I started getting really into just reading different um, spiritual books, I guess. Um, I read this book called Holistic Energy Magic that I really thought was interesting. And, you know, just reading the kind of like, you are a badass, um, Gabrielle Bernstein type of books, Um And I found the book, How to Read the Akashic Records, by Linda Howe. And it's just this orange book. Um, I purchased it. And it just kind of sat on my shelf. And I skimmed through it. I was really excited about buying it. But I'm definitely one of those people that buys like 10 books. And then like a few months later, I actually sit down and and read them. I definitely (laughs) love to buy books. So it's just kind of one of those things where it sat on my shelf. And then I remember I went on vacation with my mom for my birthday. And I brought the book with me because we were going on a plane ride and I hadn't flown in so long. And I was like, oh, this is a great book to bring with me. Um, And so I read that on the plane and it was so interesting to me in the book she does have like little kind of like testimonials and stories of people who she's worked with and people who then have learned to read their own records so I was like kind of eating all that up but it still was a concept to me that felt foreign like confusing like I get the concept of it but I don't know how I could achieve that and you know I just started really opening up my psychic gifts at that time um more in the sense of Reiki and my clairsentience which means psychic feeling so I was really dealing with like Learning how to be grounded. That has been like the biggest lesson in my life. Like most of my life I've been outside of my body. Like floating around. Anxiety. disassociating, Depression. Other drugs. Other things like that. Like I was floating around. It wasn't in my body. So when I got Reiki attuned. It was just so much high vibrational energy. That it almost made me nauseous when I first started practicing. Because I was not used to that high vibration of energy. And then I also, my energy body wasn't in my physical body. So it would, it would kind of create this weird um, dizzy feeling. Like I would feel dizzy or I'd feel nauseous if I was practicing on someone. Or, um, and then it's almost like once I started connecting with Hearing and um, working on connecting with spirits, I was still getting that nauseous feeling, that overwhelm of like there's so much um, energy around me, so much spirit. So it took me a really long time to get grounded in my body. And that was kind of like the first year and a half of practicing Reiki was learning how to be grounded and releasing a lot of fear. Before I had so much fear from negative connect like negative experiences or my perception of negative experiences with spirits as a child and ghosts and yeah, just like Christianity and, and scary movies and stuff making me feel like um, connecting spiritually was dark or negative or was evil. So it took me a while to release a lot of fear. And then feel comfortable like I'm actually my body. And so reading that book, it was like so interesting to me. But it wasn't at a point where I felt like I had any concept of how to listen or receive messages. Or really how to meditate or anything like that. Um, So it's been really like uh, exciting for me to go from how I was feeling before to be able to do this work now. Um, and I have to remind myself constantly kind of how 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 much work it, it is to be at the point I am. Because sometimes I'll see people who are further than me or who have been working for like 10 years. And I'm like, why am I not there yet? And I have to remind myself, it hasn't been that long since you weren't able to even practice energy healing without feeling sick <laughs> and be able to connect with people's energy without taking the spirits home with you and stuff like that. So it's taken me a while to get to this point. And so with the Akashic Records, I had read that book. And then I would say a couple years later, I started hearing about it everywhere and of course things get trendy and stuff like that within spirituality online and the new age and like um instagram and stuff like that things get trendy of course like right now human design seems to be like the new hot thing again um which is cool it's very interesting so it's it's but it's just always interesting to see those patterns and so I I was hearing about it everywhere, like people that I follow on Instagram were starting to talk about it, I was starting to hear about more um, books and other people that do um, Akashic Records readings, and it just, like, I started hearing about it all the time, and during this time I was still working in the salon and the spa, so if you didn't know, I am esthetician so I was working at the spa doing skincare and stuff like that before I started doing Reiki and energy healing and stuff full-time but I was still working at the spa and I was hearing about it everywhere I remember someone came in and got a facial from me and they were like telling me about um, wanting to get their Akashic records read because I knew I did like spiritual stuff so they were like telling me about that and it just was one of those synchronistic things where I was like oh okay I keep hearing about this keep hearing about this and the kind of like kicker I guess of the synchronicities for me was I was listening to a podcast that was not about spirituality it was about like uh Bravo TV and like reality TV and they were talking about the Akashic Records on I forget if it was Housewives or Vanderpump Rules, but they were talking about it on a Bravo show. So I was like, okay, this is this is colliding all my interests. Like I know it's time for me to start exploring this more because I just hear about it like every day. I was hearing about it every day. So then I went back to that book and I reread it and I started playing around with doing readings for myself and it was helpful. You know, it was it was helpful. I felt like I was receiving a lot of energy healing from it. Like I wasn't necessarily receiving information I could discern it was just more like a feeling like I would go in there and I would experience a f- good feeling in my body and I would feel relaxed and sometimes I would fall asleep and so it started as yeah that was kind of like how it started for I would say a while a couple maybe a month or two of just kind of like going through the process of opening the records um as Linda Howe this woman who wrote this book as as she explains it so I was going through her process um and if you read the book you can see uh, see her process but basically it's kind of like a visualization and you'll say a little opening prayer a little some opening words before you go into the space and so I was going through her process and yeah just kind of like falling asleep and receiving really relaxed like I was relaxing I was relaxing but I wasn't getting information and then a little while later I found a couple other books about the Akashic Records which I did put in the show which I'm going to put in the show notes um and I remember reading the radical approach to the Akashic Records and she has a couple of meditations in that book and that really helped me start feeling more present while I was re- while I was opening up this um, energy space. So I started feeling like I was more grounded and present, and um, was starting to get a little bit of more information. And then from there, it just took time. It just took time. Um, For me to, I think it was really about like raising my vibration and being able to like, yeah, stay present while I'm in that higher vibrational state long enough for me to be able to pull anything from it. So at first it started being simple things like a few words or I would get a few images and now it's been it's evolved to me being able to get a lot of information in a short amount of time and yeah I think just over time it's taken me a little while to be able to um, I would say create Like, language around what I'm receiving. Because a lot of it, it's almost like it comes very quickly. Where I would say... How do I explain this? So, if I were to see it, it would look like... I don't know how to explain it to you guys. It's like a bigger chunk of information all at once. And then I have to split it open and decipher it. So I'm trying to think of an example I could give you to explain to you how how it works for me. But it's almost as if... Okay, so if I... It's a whole... So if I'm looking at the records, it's like it's almost as if it's a whole book and they give me the whole book all at once and then i have to like go through it by chapter by chapter to be able to understand you know like what the message is so it's kind of like i am doing three three things at once <laughs> so i am having the conversation with the person I'm reading or for myself I am receiving the information and then I'm also going through it like a file cabinet almost just thumbing through it and pulling out the information that is relevant so it's kind of like now it's become beyond language as you can see it's hard to explain what I'm doing But it's taken me a really, I wouldn't say that long. I would say about, let's see. About three years of practicing to get to where I am now. Which is kind of like, yeah, I would say the first leg of the marathon. So if this is something that's interesting to you. I would definitely just start practicing. And for some people it's instantaneous. Like they're just going to receive information right away. Same as I've given this example before. But some same as when you play guitar. Some people are just going to be naturally good at it. And some people just got to keep practicing those scales. Before they can get to the next part where they're playing a song. So... Don't get discouraged because it does take a while to get to, at least for me, it has taken a while to get to a point where I can explain to the person what I'm receiving. To be able to get a cohesive story of um, like, what I'm reading through the records. So, what can you do in the Akashic Records? So, you can look at past lives. You can look at stuff from your child. Do some inner child healing. You could heal with your ancestors. Send healing through your bloodline, your family line, your future. Send healing to yourself in the future. So, say for example, you have a big presentation in a few days. You could send healing to yourself while that presentation's happening in the future to help you feel more relaxed. So, it's pretty endless. You can um, connect with spirits, spirit guides. So, it's kind of like a place where you're able to access all time and all space at once so it's it's hard to intellectualize that it's hard to understand what that means until you experience it so I hope you can practice and understand what I mean but, yeah, you can connect with spirit guides, with angels. So, the story with the records, the mis- the like mythology, the information we have is that there are different energy beings there that are sometimes called the record keepers that basically, yeah, are there to man the place. They are there to keep everything safe, keep everything in its place. And then if someone were to come into the records, they're the ones that can kind of show you around. So the other there, and then there are other beings there that you can connect with. So we... Um, Sometimes refer to them as teachers, masters, and loved ones. So you could connect, yeah, in mediumship with spirits, with loved ones. So great grandmothers, your family, your ancestors, people like that. You could connect with them through the Akashic Records. You could connect with teachers. So your spirit guides and different angels and spiritual beings that are there to show you something. So oftentimes people might perceive that they have a specific guide within the records that can help them understand how they're receiving information, help them through the process. um, And then, yeah, so sometimes there's what people call masters and, um, ascend masters, whatever you want to call them. Usually these are beings that yeah, that are more I guess omnipresent. Is that the word? Omnipresent. So things like angels, um goddesses, the Buddha, th- things like that, like archetypes that um are not necessarily only there for you. Like a spirit guide, I would say, is Usually connected to this isn't a this isn't like a only if and only type of thing. So, in my experience, what I perceive is usually a spirit guide is connected to one person at a time, not always, and then something more like a master or an arc, these master archetypes are that can be connected to as many people. At the same time. So for example. Archangel Michael. A lot of people will pray to Archangel Michael. For protection. Um, He is omnipresent. So he can connect with many different people. So that's something that. You could do through the Akashic Records. Is connect with these. These archetypes. To be able to receive information. And healing. And knowledge. So it's kind of like a meeting grounds for a lot of different energies and within there you can also yeah look into different time points in time and it gets pretty um pretty out there pretty quick (laughs) but it's also something that's so simple that anyone can do um so I th- I encourage everyone to practice. So for me, once I started doing um, readings and practicing more with the Akashic Records, I really wanted a framework for what I was doing because I felt like I started receiving more. And once I started receiving more, I felt like it was something people were interested in. People were wanting to do the readings And I felt like I just wanted a little bit more of a framework for how to do a reading and what kind of stuff we can look at and how I can be the, you know, an effective reader, an ethical reader and someone that is able to, you know, take these high concept ideas and make it relevant for you and make it understandable and make it like yeah important because yeah it's cool to be like oh can i go time travel like that's cool but i w- in my job as the reader is to make it like yeah powerful and something that is relevant for the here and now that's beneficial for now cuz it's it's cool and it's exciting to go through all these different like experiences but like i said earlier it's not necessarily to know everything But so I wanted to learn like a framework and just get some more guidance around this skill. So last year in 2020, I took a um, Akashic Records certification course Um, and I'm still, I haven't received my certification yet only because I haven't sent all of my work into the teacher, which I will be doing. <laughs> but basically, part of it is we have to do these case studies on ourselves and on other people. And so I have to do like 15 case studies on other people, 15 case studies on myself. And so I've done all of them. I just haven't typed them up and sent them to her yet. So this is where I'm a reminder to myself as I'm saying this so I can actually officially be certified. Um, but anyway, so she is amazing. This woman, Josephine Hardman, she is an Acoustic Records reader. And then she does, um, certification courses. And what I really liked about her class was it was one-on-one with me. We met four times for like several hours at a time. And over the period of a few months, And we learned about different concepts. And then, yeah, I had to do the case studies and do different practices. And then once I email her, (laughs) I will be officially certified. But I found it really helpful because she really helped explain a lot of concepts for me. And helped me understand how to effectively give a reading. And kind of ways to format questions. And ways to format the reading. So from there... I have been practicing um, with her method so I basically blended my skills in the way that I do it with the way that she does it so um, I use a prayer that I received from her as opposed to the one that I originally used from the Linda Howe book and it for me it works very effectively and Basically, when I go in there, I receive a bunch of information and then, yeah, we divide it up and then we can look at different um, different questions, different points in time. And then lately, I have been doing, I mentioned this at the beginning of the episode, but I have been doing something that I call Celestial Journey, which is blending the Akashic Records reading with shamanic journey and with energy healing. So instead of me getting all the information for you and telling it to you, you go into the Akashic Records with me and experience it and we receive information together. So that has been like the latest iteration of my work in the Akashic Records and I'm just excited to see what else comes up. I've also been playing around with the Akashic Records readings um, as far as the Crystal readings. So I'm going to be doing more of those. So I'm excited about that. But it's been really cool because it's something that kind of showed up, was in the background for me. And was something I knew I was interested in. And then now I'm finally at a point where it feels um, real. <laughs> like, And I don't mean that in like... Yo, this is literally happening. Um, Because sometimes things are metaphors in the spirit world. It doesn't always mean what your messages don't aren't always literal. Um, But I mean in a way that I'm receiving information and it makes sense in a human mind kind of way. Like I can tell you things from the records and explain it in a way that you can understand. And that has been a journey because a lot of what I receive is like telepathic or clear cognizant. And so sometimes it's hard to understand what I'm getting. But I also know, and this is a high concept again, same with a lot of these concepts, But, um, I do know that the work I do is like a healing transmission, essentially. So even if you were to understand none of the words I am saying in this podcast or in a reading, you are receiving the healing message and you will understand when the time is to understand. And it kind of is like, uh... Just translated effortlessly, so I'm giving you the words, but really, what you're receiving is the energy that is the healing, is the energy. The energy is the healing. So, it's been it's been really fun, and I am very excited because next year I'm going to be doing a little Akashic Records workshop mastermind. For people that want to learn to read the records. So I haven't fully planned that out yet. But I will be sharing more information as soon as I know. It's probably going to be in February or March. um, And I'm still deciding if I want to do two workshops if it would be how to read the records for yourself and how to read the records for others or if it's just one mastermind together um but this is going to be like a three month program i'm super excited about it i've been working on it for the last couple months but i will let you guys know all the details later and i didn't even think i was gonna share that today because it's definitely not anywhere near being done but it that's part of the journey it for me too is that i'm learning this skill and then now i want to help people have this skill for themselves um and you could read the book that i recommended or you could listen to a meditation i have one on my website also um and you could go into the acoustic records for yourself 100 but this class is going to be more like in depth um and I think it will be helpful for certain people. So I don't think everyone needs to take this class. But the people who are going to take it, it it's going to be freaking epic. Um, I'm so excited. So that's kind of what's on the horizon. And that's where the Akashic Records have really taken me. And then lately... In the last maybe six months, I've been exploring incorporating art with um, Akashic Records, um, reading, I don't know what to call that yet, um, but incorporating painting into the into my process. So I have a background in art and, and lately I have been seeing through the Akashic Records how I can... Marry those things together and how I have already been kind of creating this almost like sigil energy healing work and so my latest adventure has been really exploring like almost creating portals through the paintings and be able to bring information forward in a yeah like non- verbal way in a way that like I said before it's a transmission you see it you just receive it you don't need to know what it like means in your mind but you can feel it and um I did so I did we mentioned I mentioned Karuna Reiki last week on the podcast with Sloan so I also did my Karuna Reiki certification last year with Lauren, a friend of the podcast. Um, and in my 2 minute, I received this vision that was to create a painting of my Akashic Records and different like timelines and um, points in time that I was sending healing to. And it showed me how to create this vision. Showed me how I was going to create this painting. And through the painting. It would send healing to me. And to all my different timelines. And my lives. And all this out there wild stuff. And so I created the painting. It's also not done yet. So um, this podcast has basically been spirit's way of reminding me that I need to finish the painting and also email um Josephine to receive the certification um so that's something that I'm going to be focusing on and so it's always that's funny to me but um so I created this painting I'll, I'll I'll post a picture of it on my Instagram when it's done but it basically through the act of creating the painting I was also with I was also in the Akashic Records receiving healing for myself. So it's been kind of like this interesting journey where I saw the vision, then I started doing it, and through the painting I was receiving the healing that the vision showed me about. <laughs> so that's how the door opened. And then part of the certification that I did with Josephine, um she has you get a Akashic Records reading with her or with another, you know, certified practitioner. And so I got a reading with her. And one of the messages I received, because for me, I have so many interests. And, you know, I started with doing skincare and maybe we'll swing back that way. But it's been hard for me to let go of that. Um, The pandemic basically did it for me. And um, I really was trying to figure out a way to bring everything together and maybe, and that's still kind of my big goal is be able to do some hands-on stuff for people eventually and have my own space. Um, but it was kind of hard for me to figure out how can I bring all my interests together, what is important to me, and part of the reading I received was that there was like three pillars essentially for my work and my life and my spiritual gifts. And one of those was the energy healing, and one of those was doing the psychic work and the records work, and the other door was the art. And so it was like this vision of sewing those things together. Uh, or creating like a bridge between those things. And so that's my intention now. Is to bring all of my gifts into this like cohesive body of work. So it's been really beautiful to receive that confirmation through the reading with her. And yeah, they very much encourage me to start incorporating my spiritual energy work with my artwork, which is something that I've always kind of done, but I didn't realize I was doing it. And now that I'm consciously doing it, it's been feeling really, really good. So, and then a couple of days ago, so last week I had a session with my mentor. I think I mentioned her on here before, my mentor Becca, um where we were doing a session on zoom and I have this mural that I recently painted or not mural like backdrop I guess that I recently painted um behind me and there's these different like symbols and um shapes and stuff that I painted on it and she was talking to me about them like having energy and to like stand in front of them and they'll send you healing and she was also talking about um making stuff that people could wear that had the symbols on them which is amazing because she doesn't really know um I don't think we have ever really talked about it that much she knows that I like to make art but she doesn't really know that I'm that I had clothing projects that I would do before so I used to make a lot of clothing wearable art and um, so she talked to, to me about how that's something that I really should be doing is creating these like wearable pieces that send healing to people and they can wear them on their body and it that sends continuous healing and it was yeah another confirmation for me to like step into, yeah, that intuitive artist like shoes that I've had I guess lying in the closet for a while um, <laughs> so that's what I'm doing now is I am going to be making some pieces some more wearable art pieces that are going to be intuitively created with like, um yeah, energy magic and symbol magic and I'm realizing more and more like the symbols and the different shapes and stuff that I draw are yeah like I guess some people call that light language um it is an energy or a sigil or a symbol that sends healing out into the world so when people see it it helps them heal And so I'm going to be really focusing on how I can bring that work out to more people and how I can incorporate that into what I'm already doing with my readings and stuff. Um, And getting that reading from Josephine with the three pillars really helped me see it's okay to step away from what I was doing before and to really go for it as far as doing the spiritual work um, for other people And to know that my art was actually really a huge part of what I should, quote unquote, be doing. And that's something that I went to school for and got my BFA and paid a lot of money for. So it's pretty exciting that I feel like I'm coming full circle back to what I wanted to do as a child, which was be a fashion designer. Um... And a witch. And that's what I am. So (laughs) um, That's kind of my story time with the Akashic Records. And how I'm working with them. So let me know if you have any questions about the Akashic Records. And keep an eye out next year for my Akashic Records workshops I'm going to be doing. And if you want a reading, you know where to find me. And, yeah, I will put the books that I was referring to in the show notes. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.